Hello everyone and welcome to Wake Up and Grow. I'm your host Natalie Biddinger um, and today's episode is called Walking in Trust. Just an update on the oolong tea that I mentioned last episode. I did try it and it tasted a lot like black tea in all honesty, which I like black tea so nothing bad to report. Today the verse I'm going to be reading to you is John 8 12 again Jesus spoke to them saying I am the light of the world whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life trust can be something that takes work to earn is easy to break and difficult to give away. Trust is an all-or-nothing type of deal. Trust is also an exchange between two parties. I'm going to assume that you don't live under a rock and that you know what I'm talking about when I mention the phrase trust fall. In a trust fall, you have to put your full trust in that other person's ability to catch you and keep you from the harm of falling. So why am I talking about trust falls and pointing out how difficult the tightrope of trust can be to walk? Because if we are wanting to see God move in our lives, then we're going to have to trust him. Let me make one thing very clear, and that is it's not going to be easy. You're taking the things or people you care about the most and placing them into a pair of hands that you can't see with your eyes. But, trust me when I say that those hands are the safest pair of hands the things and the people you care about can be in. Those hands are the hands that made the universe in every minute detail that we see from the way our lungs intake air and in turn allow us to live to how a small seed can grow into a mighty tree. Those hands anointed and appointed kings over great nations. Those hands said farewell to their only son as he left heaven and entered a sinful earth where he would heal, bless, and teach. And then he would save that earth by having his hands pierced with nails by the very same people he hugged, prayed for, and touched. Trusting is hard, I get that. I've had people break my trust before. But God's plans and his ways are so much higher than ours are. His are perfect and without flaw or mistake. Once you have trusted God, you will notice the difference that it makes in your life. And this is pointed out in Psalm 13 verse 5 when it says, But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. You will see his provisions, promises, and his presence like you've never seen it before when your trust is fully in God. In Psalm chapter 37, verse 5, it says, 
Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. You can't expect someone to complete a task if you don't entrust it to them. Similarly, if we can't trust God with those things and people in our lives, then how can we expect him to do work on the things and people that he hasn't been given? I bet the thing, situation, or person that you haven't given to God just popped up in your head when I said that. If you don't let them go, if you entrust them into your own hands, then they will stay in your hands and out of His. Psalm 56:11 reads, In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? Fear has no place in the presence of God. Perfect love, God's love, drives out all fear. So what or who is it that you're afraid to let go of? Why are you afraid to let them go? Fear is a part of distrust, and fear is what puts a wedge between ourselves and God and his blessings for us. Fear is what prevents healing, redemption, and progress because it trumps over our faith in God's abilities. Psalm 62 verse 8 says, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. I looked up the word refuge in the dictionary, and it is defined as, quote-unquote, a condition of being safe or sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble. Something providing shelter. And so when the psalmist uses the word refuge, He says, God is a refuge for us. God is our shield and protector. Whoever finds themselves in Christ, in God, walking in God's ways and living a Christ-like life, having committed their whole selves to him, finds themselves within safety and peace the safety and peace of God. Trust in his safety and his peace. In Psalm 118, verses 8 through 9, it says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Why can't I put my trust in people or myself instead of God? That seems a whole lot easier. I can see them, I can monitor them, I can check to see if they're actually um, fulfilling my trust. The reason why is because humans are with sin and therefore are flawed because we have sin in our lives. 
in my 20 years of life here on earth. I have yet to experience a time or a situation in which God has broken or betrayed my trust. He has proven himself to me time and time again that he is worthy of my full trust. Whereas I've had multiple people, multiple humans that are riddled with sin break my trust multiple times. In Psalm 125 verse 1, it says, Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. One of the biggest reasons we struggle to trust other people is because they often lie to us. Now, we all believe that that what God says is true, right? And that everything he, he has said in his word is true. God doesn't lie to us, his children. Then why are we so hesitant to trust in him? He can't lie. He cannot. It's not possible. Because lying is sin and God and sin cannot coexist. Just like a flame cannot burn within water, the presence of God cannot be in the same area, cannot be in the same presence as sin. If we move on over to the book of Proverbs, um, chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, we see a passage that I think a lot of those who were raised in the church know pretty well. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. And I didn't really have any other comments for this passage other than maybe underline the word all. It's going to take all of you, all of me, trusting in God in order to see him guiding us along. And I just kind of want to read that passage again because I think it is vitally important when putting our trust in God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. Jeremiah 17 verses 7 through 8 reads, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water, that sends out its roots by the stream, and it does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious 
in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. When God is what slash who we put our trust in, we will draw strength from him and flourish, thriving in the provisions and promises he gives us. I've seen that within my own life and within others' lives when they put their full trust in God. There is definitely almost a glow about them in the sense that they have learned to draw their strength from God versus the things of this world and therefore are stronger as a person. They're healthier in their spiritual, um, in the spiritual sense and they are experiencing God in such a deeper and intimate way than they were before because their full trust is in him. is that that is your goal that your goal is to fully lean upon God and to draw your strength from him and to be filled with him and that all begins after we've committed our life to God and have asked for forgiveness of sins it begins with putting our full trust in his hands, our whole life, trusting him with ourselves, with our family, with our friends, and with everything, our career, our finances, every little detail of our lives needs to be placed in his hands in order for this relationship to work. I mentioned earlier in the episode that trust is both given and taken. It, it's a two-way street. When we trust God with the things and people in our lives, he in turn entrusts us with things. He entrusts us with relationships and people that come into our lives and invest time with us. He entrusts us with the spreading of his word and the multiplying of Christians and the spreading of the gospel. He entrusts us with many things. Uh, He entrusts us with the bodies he gave us. He entrusts us with the families. If you're a head of a family, he entrusts you with those children and your spouse. He entrusted us with this earth. If you're a pastor, he entrusted you with the congregation, you being the shepherd and the congregation being the sheep. There's so many things that he has placed in our hands and trusted us with. And it is our job to trust him knowing that what he's given us 
he has a purpose for. And we take a lot of those things for granted, in my opinion. I prefer to look at trust as a walk versus a fall. I mentioned earlier a trust fall. I prefer to look at trust as a walk, seeing as our lives are a walk with Christ. But I view trust as being similar to walking with a blindfold on. Holding on to another person's hand as they guide you. When you're blindfolded and you're having someone else guide you, there's some apprehensiveness. There's definitely uncertainty. And there may be a little bit of fear. That's just from experience. Uh, being in a youth group in which there was a game and someone had to be blindfolded and lead you. But if you fully put your trust in the one who's guiding you, then peace will eventually overtake those negative emotions of apprehensiveness, uncertainty, and fear. However, if you refuse to trust your guide, then you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to stay rooted to wherever you were standing or sitting or whatever the position you were in. And you're not going to move forward because you're no longer allowing those hands to guide you. You're either going to make your own path and end up running into things, falling, tripping, or you're just going to stay put both of which are bad when you look at it in a spiritual sense. Trust that God is guiding you where you need to be and that he'll get you there safely. Trust that he will do the same for your friends and your family. Place your hand in his and let him guide you. to thank you for listening and remind you that Wake Up and Grow is bi-weekly. That's every other Monday. And I encourage you to go give Wake Up and Grow a follow on Instagram at WUGPOD. That's W-U-G-P-O-D. And go find Wake Up and Grow on Facebook. Again, I'm Natalie Bittinger and this has been Wake Up and Grow. Thank you for listening.